This is episode 140, Three Things. Hello and welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. It's for the realistic SLP. Hello, welcome. Um, We are... It's Monday morning, maybe, if that's when you're listening, and we're coming to you live from Sunday night. We are in the past. I hope the future is good. Maria, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I have with my, myself here with me. I have a kombucha. <laughs> I'm glad that you are there with yourself. I'm happy about that. Pronouns. Pronouns. <laughs> it's good to know them. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I'm having a kombucha tea because it's a little bit, you know, in the evening for us, it's almost 9 p.m. And I don't have any wine in my house. Actually, Mm -hmm. that's a lie. I have a very, very sweet ice wine and it's just too sweet for me, man. I just cannot. I'd rather just stick with some kombucha. But you are staying on label, as you say. And you have a wine. I was gifted some very sweet wine from, it was like from a vineyard in upstate New York. And I had to give it away on buy nothing on Facebook because it was just too much. And it was multiple bottles. I was like another one. Yeah. Cause I was so excited to get a huge box of wine, but no, I could not drink it. Um, but so I have the most standard of standards, um, Pinot Grigio's it's a little like fun size bottle. It was in a gift bag that I received from a, uh, personal, um, what was this? This was a private event that Mike did comedy for on Staten oh. Island. Oh. I had to pick him up. He took the bus to Staten Island. Cause I had the car and he did, um, 45 minutes of stand-up at a 50th birthday party at an Italian restaurant in Newdorf, Staten Island. And I showed up with my baby and they gave me a gift bag that had some Pinot Grigio in it. Look at that. Yeah. Um, And it's uh, 2020 wine, which I probably shouldn't have opened this. I think that this is, this would become an antique one day. Um, The year everyone needed wine. Right. 2020. Um, but I'm going to pour it in this cup that this wine glass that Mike actually found on a stoop in our neighborhood. Stemless wine. I just put some wine glasses on my wedding registry, you know? Ah. Hmm. So cheers, Deb. Cheers. I'm going to drink that. Um, it tastes like the very most standard of Pinot Grigio. So I think today we should talk about reliability. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, that's what Pinot Grigio in this, uh, co- um, cavit or cavit? caveat is it caveat. Well, that How is are you a, spelling that, it. No, that's the um, caveats different. This is that okay. cavit wine. I feel like this is like the Pinot Grigio that you see everywhere. Um, it's a very reliable and, uh, tastes the same and it's, uh, it's very smooth. And it goes well with, with my uh, provolone cheese that I have here. So I vote drink it. Nice. Is it exciting? No. Is it reliable? Yes. And I think that's what's important. I think people like reliability. What's reliability, Maria? While I drink this. Yeah. Reliability <laughs> also, I think for us is like, we know what to expect and mm-hmm. that makes us comfortable. Like, for example, if you're at the bus stop and you know, the bus comes at this time, 
you plan to get there. And if the bus is not at this, this time, you're like, what, what this is bus it is not reliable? It, it's, it's not reliable. And that's not a good situation. <laughs> you're not, Just you're like, not getting the same repeated results. Right. So you want things to be reliable. Like I want to open up this bottle of wine and I want to taste Pinot Grigio. And this wine does that. Yes. You know what? Um, people do like, they get comfortable with, uh, reliability, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I was, uh, in the suburbs with my husband this weekend and, um, Staten Island? no, no, no. I was in Poughkeepsie. You were Poughkeepsie, New York. Yes. I didn't know you went there. Yeah, I did. We'll, we'll chat about it in another segment called dwell and swell. But what I wanted to bring up here was reliability and consistency in the suburbs. People like chain restaurants. Mm. They like them. They want to stick with them. So we went to a chain and it was a uh, 45-minute wait. Oh, I was going to, I'm about to ask you. I'm about to ask you your top three chain restaurants. So you get ready. Okay. So, let me, let me get, okay. okay. I got no paper and no pads, you know? Right. Ready. But you so continue. we go and we're, we live in Brooklyn. Like where it's just like block after block of restaurants. We get three choices in Poughkeepsie, one of which is Texas Roadhouse. We decide to go there. 45 minute wait ends up being an hour wait. Oh. Um, because what else is there in the town to do? There was only one other chain restaurant really nearby. The rest of the anything that was not a chain was empty, just desolate. Yeah. So you knew that like nobody was going there, whether it wasn't good or, you know, they couldn't rely on it. And I think that's why people from out of town go to Times Square and go to like Ruby TGI Tuesdays. Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, I know what this is. Um, so, yeah. Yes. What are your um, you go first if you're ready. Okay. And then I'll say my top three. OK, well, I'm going to go with um, TGI Fridays. OK. <laughs> TGI Fridays is her first one. One. Cheesecake Factory number Cheesecake two. Cheesecake Factory is Maria's second. I'm telling and, Mike as you say it. Yeah, and Outback Steakhouse Outback is number Steakhouse three. Is number three. Yeah, I mean, those are all Mike said those are all really good. I mean, you know, I, I was limited in my choices. You didn't ask me my favorite restaurants. You asked me my favorite chain oh, restaurants. Chains. No, this is right. those important no, chains. Yeah, I, I know that's. But you know, I'm not saying I I seek out these restaurants on a weekly basis, you know, if I want to splurge and go out to eat, I might not choose Outback Steakhouse. Might not. Outback is a good chain. That's is a good it? one. You know, I, I haven't so. been there in a while, but I just figured, you know, they got good, reliable meat, I guess, or steak. So. And that wrote that blooming onions a hit, right? Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> with, the bl- with the blue cheese. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So Maybe I'm going to go. <laughs> You're getting grease. I yeah. feel like I need to add this to my schedule. Check yeah. out an Outback Steakhouse. Is there an Outback Steakhouse on Staten Island? There on Staten Island. There was by the mall. I don't remember anymore now. Now it's like an Angelina's restaurant. Ah, uh, which that, is not that a became chain. popular. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yes, Kim it Kardashian did. made it part popular. <laughs> I thought she made Campania popular, which I, I ate there yesterday. Oh, um, so my chains, I guess I, you know, at number one for me is Olive Garden. I really like soup, oh. salad, breadsticks, and that shrimp bruschetta toast that they have. Okay. 
I like okay. Olive Garden, which was another chain restaurant in Poughkeepsie, but the parking lot was packed. So, so there wasn't many choices. <laughs> I was like, that's another hour wait by far for sure. Um, number two, I'm gonna go probably ugh, like, I want to say Taco Bell, but that's like fast food, that's but like fast food, different category, different, different category. category. Yeah. But if I see Taco Bell, like I want it, so, but I won't say it. All right, fine. I'm going to go okay. Olive Garden. Then I'm going to go like Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, okay. Good choice, Deb. Good choice. Deb. Yeah. Cause I'm I proud like of you right now. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm, I'm like, you, you really have located some really good chain restaurants Thank right you. now. You are. Thank you. You are doing quite, you are quite reliable in giving some great recommendations right now. You know, um, I appreciate that because in my home, I'm not usually the one who's making, uh, like who is described as making good food choices. So thank you, Maria. You're welcome. It's about me. Um, Mike, he said that she likes my choices of Olive Garden and Buffalo Wild Wings. She, he said we both don't know. That's why you're not on this podcast. Right. No. Mike. And you're just some <laughs> you're, you're background just, noise. Just a background noise that nobody can hear. So, so we might just edit this whole part out, but I think Deb doesn't have time to be editing things. <laughs> no. And I think people like the realistic I, SLPs that, you know, yeah. someone's always got to say something to us. And it's like, well, you know, we're all allowed to have our opinions. Choices you know what? Why, why don't I Yes, I had a turn. Deb, you have a turn. And then you know what? If we are nice enough, we can give Mike a turn. Yeah, we can <laughs> we can give Mike a turn if he wants to think about his top three yeah. um chain restaurants chain. that he likes. Um yes. I'm but still so you, thinking about my you're number on three. Buffalo Wild Wings and Olive um, Garden. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Red Wings. Lobster. I thought about Olive Red Garden. Lobster. I was gonna say that, but then I was like, do I want to like Dave and Buster's, but that's just because it's like fun. Mm. Um, so I don't even know if I've ever eaten there. Um, so oh, okay. I have. It was okay. It was okay. I had a hamburger, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was a good reliable like, hamburger. I used to I used to like Chi-Chi's. I don't know what happened Never to Chi Chi's. That was a good one. Remember, have you ever been to Sizzlers? Yes, I have been to Sizzlers. See, I oh, what about Friendlies? Oh, Friendlies, Friendlies has those uh, nice uh, sundaes. <laughs> ice cream. Uh, yeah. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream's good. <laughs> you know you what? All I'm just gonna. Flavors. I'm gonna go with Applebee's just because of college, and it's like at late at night you had half price appetizers, mm-hmm. and like that got me through a lot of times. And you know what? I love potato skins and uh, boneless buffalo wings. So I'm going to do that. Mine's going to be Olive Garden, Buffalo Wild Wings and Applebee's. Solid choices. Mike, Solid do you want to tell us just your top three chain restaurants or you have to come up? You have to get up if you want to hear because you have to be on the microphone. Right. We want good quality sound. What are you? He said the two worst are Ruby Tuesdays and Chili's. What was? No, so he don't he want to say anything is good. Well, he did okay. like the, the Texas Roadhouse. He was interested in that when he picked it. It wasn't bad. It was very salty. Hold on. Here he comes. No, but I feel like I would rather eat fast food than than chain food, because like 
I can't think of a single chain restaurant that I go like, oh, yeah, I'll eat there. Oh, that's like passable. Maybe Denny's. Maybe. Breakfast is hard to screw up. Yeah. Or like Waffle House. Maybe that's probably a good chain restaurant. But all the other ones, it's just like it all just tastes very like reheated and fake. And I don't know. I I don't like any chain restaurant. I agree. But if you're in Poughkeepsie and you have nowhere to eat and the right. family if you're wants in Poughkeepsie, to eat. Yes, that's your only choice. He didn't even like Texas Roadhouse. I thought the bread was excellent. The bread and butter was better than most bread and butter that nice. I've had in a long time. Um, but yeah, so um, that well, was those are our options. <laughs> okay. good. These are our options of chain <laughs> foods. If you find yourself in an area that Looks like chain foods are the place to be. Maybe you can consider mine or Deb's top choices. Yes, but be aware that everyone will want to eat between five and seven o'clock. Yes. And there are not a lot of choices. The whole town will be there. So you better want to eat before five or after seven <laughs> or you will wait an hour. <laughs> there you go. To eat salty Good. food. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. Um, so- in our next segment... <laughs> Um, what are we doing? Dwell or swell? Yes. We're going to talk about whether we want to dwell on something or if we want to tell what the listeners, what's swell in our lives. Okay. So, um, I'll go first. I'm going to dwell. I did, we did post it on our Instagram, but I did lose my pup, my dog, AJ. I brought him up before on the podcast. So he Mm -hmm. passed away on Tuesday and, um, you know, I, yes, my baby boy. I kept calling, I kept saying that my baby boy, that was uh, mm-hmm. April 29th. And he was, he was my companion. And uh, and it's just like, he has a special place in my heart now. And I do miss him and it's tough. You know, I just like, even like I hear a noise. I'm like, Oh, is that the dog? And it's like, no, that that's not the dog. Or I wake right. up in the morning and I want to like take him out with my morning cup of coffee. And I'm like, ah, I can't take him out. Or so there is definitely a loss and I'm feeling his loss. And, uh, I am catching myself though. If mm-hmm. I like, am like mean to myself, like, Oh, maybe I should have done more. I was like, okay, just stop. Don't like make yourself feel shame. Like you, I did the best I could with him. I mean, he did have congestive heart failure. Maria did everything I got, I did that you could things. do. I oh, would I have given in way sooner. I mean, oh, I'm I don't a different person so. than you, but Maria I, had this got dog going to the doctor, multiple medications. Yes. She had this dog. She was following every instruction, which I, I think that the whole veterinarian uh, profession is a racket. A racket. They're just like, look at this woman who loves her dog. I'm going to yeah. sell her another pill. And you're just putting it on your calendar. You're just calendaring more pills. And And yeah, he was on a lot of the pills and I, there was one night too. He was like coughing so bad because the heart has gotten so big. It was pushing up on the trachea. So I had to add another pill for the bronchi to like, was he even swallowing these pills? You know, not all the time. And that was another thing. I have to cut it up in cheese and had to make sure it was the right cheese. He liked because, you know, a couple of times I went to get cheese and he wouldn't eat that cheese. (laughs) But then I would just like (laughs) trying out different cheeses, trying out different times. Um, SLPs, dogs and cheese. Yes, exactly. And I was like, all right, extra cheese. One for me, one for AJ, you know, like, (laughs) 
I looked up on the veterinary website and the pills he was on are the typical ones too, like um, a diuretic. Yeah, because they're fluid. all in this together. They're all in right. on this together. They want to make money. They There's do. There's like 12 veterinary schools in the world. I know. So. There should be more. Well, listen, I'm not my my vet. She was good. She was patient with me. She yeah, I mean, she did recommend him to have all these pills and I got them for him. And then I think, mm-hmm. you know, in the end, you know, it was just, it was time, his heart, he was sick. He had congestive heart failure and you know, the, we, nothing, nothing lasts forever. Right. And no, nothing gold can stay. Nothing gold can stay. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to dwell on, but I just yes. want to raise my glass, give a cheers. Yes. Cheers to, to AJ. Pup, AJ. Cheers. cheers. Everyone who met loved him and he was a good boy. He was mm-hmm. sweet. He was a very good boy. Oh, thanks, Deb. And you allow you let yourself be sad. I think that's the best cure for grief is uh, being sad and being outwardly sad and crying and talking and just doing it, holding it in and being tough is awful. It makes you have a crooked back and wrinkles, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't, don't do want that. any of those. So I'm, uh, I'm letting it, uh, I'm letting it go. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of moments even today. So hopefully, I can uh, hold myself together while we record. So yes, and I plan on it. So what well, about you, Deb? Here's something oh. swell that happened. Okay. So uh, I was sick for a week. I had a fever nice. on Tuesday, the day that uh, AJ passed. Um, then on Thursday at 3 a.m., my baby had a fever. And so I woke up and I was like, I decided to put all my sessions on Zoom that day, um, which we're all going to start at three o'clock. So at this point, it's like 8 a.m. Um, my husband wakes up. I ask him to go get us oranges because I feel like we need some vitamin C. He's also grabs the dry cleaning. He leaves, calls me back within seconds, it felt like. And he said he just fell off his bike. And, Ouch. Uh, yeah. And uh, long story short, he ends up, we go to the emergency room. Oh. Benjamin still has a fever. Mike turns out to have a broken elbow. Oh, um, right or left hand? Left. Ouch. Left, yes. Um, and what is swell about this is that... <laughs> He did not die Good. Um, yes. that was because he was riding on a very busy um, road, which was not busy at the time, mm-hmm. um, luckily, like, but he easily could have like fallen off his bike and then gotten hit by a, a tractor trailer. Oh, like, my gosh. Lots of trucks. So um, no matter how upset he wants to be about his elbow, which, yeah, fine, you can mourn your elbow. I'm OK with that. I'll take a broken elbow. You know, yeah, it'll heal. It'll heal. It, it will heal. I mean, it's frustrating for him because it's harder for him to do things. But um, absolutely. I'm just glad that he is alive and didn't have any brain damage or anything worse happened to him. Um, yes. And that's why I went to Poughkeepsie because he had two comedy shows and uh, couldn't drive himself there. So oh. I uh, drove him to Poughkeepsie, which is a fun word to say, Poughkeepsie. It is lots pretty of, fun. Yeah, lots of people who follow me on Instagram are from Poughkeepsie. Oh, um, cool. We went to Target four times. Wow. Did you go yeah. to the dollar section? Remember how we, we've talked about I that did. on the podcast? They have a much better dollar section there than they do in Brooklyn. I'll tell you that. But um, 
yeah i we didn't we didn't get a ton of things from target but we still we liked the event of going multiple times in brooklyn More, it's such a luxury to go somewhere and come home and have no concern about parking yes so i hear yeah. you yeah. So you enjoyed the trips to Target mm-hmm. more than you did the restaurant chain yes. options. Okay. Yes. No, I, I would move to the sur- suburbs for the um, opportunity to go to Target, but not I don't know what I would do at dinner time other than eat at home and feel isolated. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I really love Brooklyn. I love our building. I love our neighborhood. It's expensive. I'm what we like to call house poor right now. I can afford to live and that's it. I have like no extra dollars, but that's fine. Things are all changing now that my baby's getting bigger. But um, yeah, like my neighbors just from across the hall came over and we had all these kids in my living room just taking Shoot. all the toys out and it's just easy and fun. And I feel like I'm a part of a community and I love it. So I am not ready to leave no and you shouldn't if you're happy and you maybe it is hard financially but it can make up for it in other ways and mm-hmm. as long as you and mike and benjamin are happy and enjoying your neighborhood then take it for what it is yeah enjoy for sure all right i'm gonna so we could cheers to that too cheers 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 to that, to that. i'm gonna cheers my bottle to my cup so it makes that sound effect cheers fabulous mm-hmm. great so we wanted to talk about things that three things each, I guess that's going to be our number for today. Three things three. that we have been doing. In- that could be the title of the episode. Okay. <laughs> three things. <laughs> three things. Yes. Three reliable yeah. things. Yes. Three reliable like things. Yes. Sure. Would you like me to go first, Deb, or you have just like so sure. many ideas we that you're do- bursting? We know. And, we and we're going to do back and forth. Yeah. That's All good. Right. I'll go Mm -hmm. first. So I have been doing, which I think a lot of people might be in the same boat as I am. A lot of IEPs. That's what Mm -hmm. I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of report writing and assessing if the students have met their goals. And what I have been doing is also you have, um, I have a Chromebook that was given to me by the DOE. Thank you, DOE. I got a Chromebook and there's a nice little camera there. So I've been recording seeing if this during this, excuse me, I'm recording the students during their sessions and seeing if they have met the goal, whether I've written the goal independently or visual support or one visual cue. And then I just do it and I have it recorded that way. I upload it and I share it with the parents. So when it's IP time, it could be like, oh, as you saw in the video, he or she can or cannot yet do this goal. And for the most part, my students have met their goals. So, which mm-hmm. is good because they have a whole year to do it. And that's what we've been working on. And the goal I gave them was something I knew they would eventually meet with, you know, with time and exposure and practice, mm-hmm. but, um, that's what I've been doing. So I've been working on the IEPs and recording them, even just like a quick little clip. Like for example, let's say like your kid's goal is, um, sorting, right? So just show the camera, have your, cards your flash cards and see if they could sort it and if it's written with visual supports okay like okay you know you tell them like these the animals will go here and you draw a little 
animal prints or something or have a visual for animals and all the foods will go here. And then you have a picture of a food as a visual support or even just two boxes, whatever the visual support is and see if they're able to do it and let, let the camera capture it. And that way, when you have IP time, you're like, oh, mom, you see, he could do that. Or no, you know, he really couldn't do it as you saw it on the video. Right. That's my number one. I like one proof. Thing. That's good. Proof is good. Proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I'm in a one DOE school for the first time, I think ever. I think, yeah, other than like uh, interning or um, observing. And I'll tell you, the DOE paperwork, much easier, mm-hmm. much, much less work to do. Um, we have I some got, drop down menus that I, I can appreciate checking boxes. I had the coordinator say to me, she needed like all my students reports by like, she forgot to tell me she's like, I need it all today. And I was like, I cannot write six reports. She's like, no, all you do is go on their thesis and you, under each goal, you check the box if they made it or not. And I'm like, oh, that is not what I have to do for agency work. So, um, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. I don't know why I have to do more, but anywho, just, you we know, can- anybody who's listening, who's thinking about their jobs, this is, I don't always speak in favor of working for the DOE, but this is one major thing. There you the go. Paperwork is much less. Um, and, uh, so my first thing I like to do is, um, <clears throat> uh, category members and add three. So, so this has three goals to it. So I might tell you three things like hot dog, pizza, spaghetti. Those are all foods. Now repeat. You could get out of chain. Yeah. (laughs) Now repeat the foods. I said hot dog, spaghetti and pizza, but you did hot dog, pizza, spaghetti. Very good. So you had good Receptive language because you knew the category. Recall because you said all three. Now expressively tell me three more things that go in that category. Okay. Uh, Sticking with the chain food restaurant Mm -hmm. top items. I'm going to go with hamburgers, Mm -hmm. steak, prime rib, and (laughs) garlic knots. Great. Yeah. So then, and then we could see, can you remember from the top all six? And that would be another recall. Um, And yeah, that's just a very quick, easy activity I like to do in my, mostly in my, when I'm doing like dynamic assessment. Um, and also if I'm doing any data in a group that I can see, cause it's so many different goals. So yeah, that's a fun I activity. Like, I like that. You can make a goal with that. We'll state a category, recall items in a category, and then provide additional examples to yeah. fit the category. So that could be a good long-term goal, especially if you have kids that are standardized, there's like a lot to that goal. So you could work on, let's just say identifying categories first and then providing another one and then maybe build your way up to three and then recalling. So you could do a lot with that. I like that. We'll take it. Mm -hmm. So also speaking of evaluations, I just completed an assistive technology evaluation, my first one. And that Ah. was, that report was not short. Uh, That I will tell you. Okay. That was not because you have to try various apps and explain Mm -hmm. as to why one app is more beneficial than the other. So I tried ProLoco to go and LAMP and I found ProLoco to go was better for him. Also, like the symbols were bigger, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like how it's like organized. I mean, I know LAMP, they're organized in folders, too, but the way that the folders were 
were are organized in Proloco, I felt like for this student, it was better for him. And yeah. now that Proloco to go has like the newest update, it does allow for muscle and motor learning. So I was like, all right, if it has the motor learning, that's a big characteristic of LAMP. But if Proloco has it now too, then you know what? I will just recommend it. Right. And so I, how did, how did Proloco update that? Is it just like all the things stay in the same spot? That's for how you some get that of motor them. planning. Some of them do stay in the same spot. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're also color coded now too, similar to the lamp, like the pronouns are yellow. So you could do like color coding too. So I was like, all right, there's a lot of features now that's similar. So making mm -hmm. me choose pro loco and uh, the keyboard was easily accessible too, just like one of the buttons down there and um, there's a keyboard. So I was like, okay, this could also work. And um, yeah, I recorded him also my the student on my Chromebook to see, you know, which one he felt like he took more ownership over which app. And he did seem like more inclined to use that one, too. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if he's seen it before. I don't know. He was like putting the iPad in his lap and looking at it more. And I was like, all right, I, I, for some reason, this one is like more appropriate for him. So uh -huh. I think it's very visually report. appealing. For a I think, yeah, I think and lamp looks more um, like a it, it's a job like it or like, you know, it's just more like um, there's a lot more symbols presented on the home screen mm -hmm. and it does. I mean, it's it's great, too. And I like how like the verbs will always be in like that upper left. So like there are some good things about lamp and I have mm -hmm. seen lamp before with other kids work great. It's just this particular one. He seemed more more readily accessible to use Proloquo to go because I did try it over a few weeks time. So I did try both. I gave them both a fair chance, fair assessment for both apps. Good. So, you know, that's uh best practice. Yeah. For As AAC SLP, tips. you're not supposed to like any AAC platform more than uh, another. Yeah. I'm not the AAC user. They are. Right. I just, I'm just trying to figure out which one works for them. Right. Not not which one works for me for them. I don't, I, I can learn it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I do know both of them, so it's okay for me, but, uh, yeah. So right. what about you, Deb? Um, well, you didn't say your activity. You just said that you oh, did the it. activity we did. Um, I did a lot of, um, child directed activities. What I would let him choose. Um, and then like, for example, he liked books and then we, I showed him how to search different things. Like pro, both apps have that seeing how he was doing with search. And that's where I really noticed with Proloco, he would search for certain words that were like, let's say in the books of like fringe vocabulary words and uh, the core words like more and all done. We're still in the like upper right columns and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just did when you're doing the ACE, ACE evaluation, I would recommend just like finding something that they like. So you could show them like, oh, look, we have this tool that not only you could request like, oh, you see in the book. Oh, here's a butterfly. And then like, oh, let's see, where's butterfly on the device? Let's search for it. And it's like, oh, animals, insects, butterfly. Mm -hmm. it's like, Great. So it's accessible. Yes. Great. So I just did child directed things. Let him, let him choose. And then we work with it. Good. Yeah. Um, so everyone knows by now I love poems, um, for yes, my, do. for my little kids, we are doing April chicken soup with rice, um, by Maurice and Dak in April, I will go away to far off Spain or old Bombay and dream about hot soup all day. Oh, my, oh, once, oh, my, oh, twice. Oh, my, oh, chicken soup with rice. 
Um, so I love chicken soup with rice. I think those are just such fun poems in there. So, um, I guess it can really help you be organizing your speech therapy session because they're by month. Um, and so you can, uh, read the poem to this child. You can have them repeat the poem to you. Um, and they, since the ending is, uh, always the same ish, um, they all like to at least join in at the end. So I found that, um, if anyone really struggles by the end of the month to recall the entire poem, they still always know the end and they're excited to say it. Um, and then chicken for the, soup with rice. That's yeah. But it's always something once something twice, something chicken soup with rice. Cool. So that's always, so they always know the last three lines at least, which is a big part of the poem. And they feel uh, successful. Yes. Yes. Um, and then for my big kids, uh, Langston Hughes, I think we all know, I really like him. And then going back to our February episodes, when we want to make sure that we are not only using black authors in February, want to make sure we're using them all year around. Um, and so I, and I always have Langston Hughes, I'd say I'd probably him and Robert Frost, the most of all poet, poets, um, April rain song. Um, let the rain kiss you. Let the rain beat upon your head with silver liquid drops. Let the rain sing you a lullaby. The rain makes still pools on the sidewalk. The rain makes running pools in the gutter. The rain plays a little sleep song on our roof at night. And I love the rain. Um, and we could talk about whether or not you love the rain. And we can talk about imagery because there's a lot of imagery in that poem because you can see what he's talking about. Definitely. I do not like the rain. Oh, I love the rain. You do? It makes yeah. me so lazy and tired. I don't want to do anything like go to work and teach kids about rain. Well, Sorry, I love it. I love especially warm rain. Really? I like to go out in the rain. I don't mind it. Cold rain's harder. Um, but around this time of year, if it's a warmer rain and summer rain, I like. I don't like just get my shoes wet and then I have to get an umbrella. Then I'm like, where am I? Going oh, I park? never use I umbrellas. Really? I don't like them at all. Too many things in your hands. Probably they always go inside out. And yeah, there's like I always lose them. So I just don't need it. I don't I don't mind getting wet. All right. I am like a plant that will help me grow. Beautiful. All mm -hmm. right. Great. What's your third activity? So my third activity. Well, I did want to side note and say we did, uh, I did a nice little, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> April fool's joke on these, on my group. I was like, Oh, I was like, I canceled speech for you guys next week. No more speech. And they were both like, what? And their eyes. And I was like, April fools. I got them <laughs> so good. And it was so nice to see how disappointed they were that they were not going to have speech anymore. Nice. So it was good. And then I've been teaching our kids a lot of jokes. Yeah. Not just for April fools, but usually it would go with the theme. But uh, for example, like for leprechauns, it was just like, I was, oh, I think it was like, what, you know, what is, when does the leprechaun cross the road when it's green mm -hmm. um, or for April fools, what do you call a sleeping dinosaur, a dinosaur? Oh, that's um, a good guess. A dino snore. Ah, uh, dino snore. Yes. So I've been teaching some jokes, Deb. Very and nice. the kids like are it. super into teaching, saying the jokes mm -hmm. and telling their friend the joke. And then, you know, for articulation, it's very important. Because <laughs> one know, thing the punchline. Like, yeah. 
very, that's very motivational. Yeah. Yes. And I've been having them come back to class and the teacher loves it now too. And she even told us a joke that like she was like, Oh, I'm going to teach my daughter the joke, you know? So <laughs> I was like, yeah. And your students love jokes. And she's like, I know. So they came back from class and they like announced it to the whole class. Like, Oh, you learned a joke in speech. You're going to tell the whole class. So it was like a good, like class activity can all like go up and say a joke that they learned. Yeah. So that's jokes good. are here to stay jokes. jokes. Are- Joke it up. Joke it up. Let's I felt like life is just too serious lately. And we all sometimes just need a break and just need speech to be a fun place where we could have fun and good times and just feel like good about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not just the therapists, obviously the, (laughs) the clients too. We all want to, you know, leave on a positive note and enjoy the time we have. And that's how I feel. Life is hard sometimes. That's how I definitely feel about the whole AJ thing. Like life is hard and we sometimes just need like breaks and just chill, man. Let's all just be chill. (laughs) Okay. I don't like that when I teach kids jokes and then they're like, now my turn, knock, knock. And I'm like, no, jokes are hard. You had to have real jokes and (laughs) they just make up like dumb things that are like, 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 um, knock knock who's there it's chicken like and then that's it and i'm like okay well punchline is not poop yeah we need a a better setup for poop we need more we need more here um uh yeah so that's the only thing that makes me take a break from jokes is when everyone is like okay now let me tell a joke and i'm like no only i (laughs) teach jokes you repeat the jokes i teach and that's it (laughs) okay don't go around saying these jokes that are not (laughs) Deb approved. Okay. No. These these are not SLPs, wine and cheese. Yeah. There's no beginning, jokes. middle, and end to your joke. <laughs> um, okay. And we're telling yeah. the listeners, you know, if you're teaching your kid your clients jokes, make sure they're good with yeah, you know, a nice setup. Jokes. Quality jokes, not just knock knock who's there, poop, yeah. poop poo. Like poop uh, <laughs> what do you call a fake noodle? Oh, an impasta. Yeah, that one's good. <laughs> Um, my final activity, um, is just talking about insects and you can work on uh, parts of a whole and vocabulary. Um, and I like to say insect bodies have three parts, the head, the thorax, and the abdomen. Insects have six legs. Insects have four wings. Insects have two antennas. So you can work on, qua- uh, uh, quantitative concepts, um, parts of a whole, categories because you could say what's an insect a butterfly a dragonfly a ladybug a bee um uh and then there's lots of vocabulary lots of s and x thorax um insects six yeah wings um yeah right um so yeah talking about insects and it's april so it's it's springtime Yes, finally, it's here. We've made it through the winter. We're on winter. We're on to the spring. Mm-hmm. Actually, my coworker wants to start working on insects. Do you have any like resources mm-hmm. that you like for insects or will um, color and it. speech you, color book and speech. five color and speech book five? I think I yeah. have that parts one. of a whole. I have a uh, butterfly and dragonfly yeah. and uh, flower flower. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the teachers I see are doing flower. Mm-hmm. I like that too. No, it's great. Get everyone ready for yeah. the spring. I will. I will make more, more insect parts of. Well, there you go. I will do that. So 
that'll be something to look out for. Something to look out for. So uh, have we done it, Deb? Or did we I think so. I think say everything it. we wanted to talk about? Well, do you have a episode? quote? I do. Ah. But I don't know. I mean, I think you're going to like it. It's called sure. make, make Happiness a Priority and Be Gentle with Yourself in the Process mm-hmm. by Bronnie Ware. And yeah. I like it because I need to make my happiness a priority right this time. So, and not just, you know, keep reminding myself that I lost my baby. I'm just going to keep remembering we had some good times and I just got to build myself up and I'm going to just be a little easy on myself. So I like it. What about you, Deb? Are you, you're making happiness a priority. I wish I could. And are I'm you being to. gentle with yourself? You're trying. Yeah, I'm definitely gentle with myself. I feel like it's hard for me to be super happy right now because I feel like oh. I have so many financial obligations to other people. Yikes. It's annoying me. And it's like, this is supposed to be my one year where I don't work a lot and I take it easy and I spend time yeah. with my baby. But there's just so much because it's like everyone's making up for lost time. And I feel like there's many events to pay for and it is making me cranky. But I'm just trying to just be thankful that I have so many friends and loved ones and Mm -hmm. that everybody wants me at their party. Oh, Um, gotcha. But I did say no to a wedding in the Bahamas. It was just too much at that point. I had to say no. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think I want to make my happiness um, a priority, but I am happy to show up for my friends uh, because I think that's very important. And uh, it makes it it means a big deal to me when my friends show up for me. So Mm, it's just, you know, whatever, you know, we can do hard things. So. Yes, whatever happens happens <laughs> that's right that's right yeah all right that's a fine uh, that's the end of this episode for this week everyone have a great week stay safe thanks and for listening thanks for listening <laughs>